Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department's spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, I'm excited today. You know, we've had a, a, a couple episodes, a few episodes now, and, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, quite a few of them have been FOA related, which um, I am very, very excited about. And this one is no different for me because we, we kicked off pretrial parole probation service week with um, inter- an interview with the 20, I guess, 21 Candace Dunn agent of the year, Sharon Rimson from Berrien County. And I am equally excited today to uh, be talking with the current Candace Dunn Parole Probation Agent of the Year, Jessica Lesky um, of Oscoda County, which is, Chris, can you tell me where Oscoda County is? Do you even know? It's uh, it's over by Oscoda, right? No, that's right. We, that's exa- uh, Jess- Jessica taught that's me that. It's, it's, it's not. It's a little, uh, little to the west and uh, north of that. That's right, that's, in, the middle, uh, right in the heart of Michigan. It is. It's, it's in northern Michigan, and she is representing northern michigan field staff and i couldn't be more happy to interview jessica today so jessica congratulations first off and welcome to field days podcast thank you very much thank you for having me yes so you 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 have been around for a while you started off your career in cfa and can you kind of just give us a brief history of uh, what you've done for the department um absolutely i started off in 2006 i worked at straits correctional facility as a corrections officer and then I got my job as a parole and probation agent in Oscoda County in January of 2008. Um, so I, I also know that you did an internship with FOA and you were lucky enough to kind of go around a few offices during your internship in, in northern Michigan, Alpena, Oscoda and surrounding counties. And I know one of your instructors, one of your teachers in at your community college you went to um, played a big role in that, right? Absolutely. Um, Brian Brink was an instructor of mine at my local community college, and I interned. And when I interned, I, as you indicated, I had several counties that I went to, and one of them was Alpena County, in which Brian Brink was an agent at the time there. So I got to intern with him, and then eventually, as becoming a parole agent, get to work with him at, at a co-worker's level, and. He retired in 2020, I believe it was July of 2020 that he officially retired. And when I got this award and I immediately notified him and it was a very proud moment for him. He's working right now as a district court probation officer in Alcona County. And I had the pleasure of working with several people um, in Alcona County, including the judge in Alcona County that information was shared with all of them. They were all very, very excited and very happy and very proud of me. Um, And again, uh, Brian Brink was very proud as well and even took me out to lunch. It was uh, kind of a prideful moment for him. Well, that's awesome when you can come back or win an award and people who retire or have played a part in your career, uh, either mentoring you or, you know, just being there for you, can come back and, you know, be just excited you as you are for yourself because that's that's pretty cool um that's a cool story so i guess let's let's talk about this prestigious award jessica so you know i I don't even know if you knew you were nominated for agent of the year but 
when you learned that you had won the award, take, take us through that moment and what it meant for you and kind of how it all happened. I did not even know I was up for a nomination. No, um, my supervisor, Ken Warner, uh, amazing supervisor, he he went and obtained letters from my local judge, um, Judge Morris Bills, and from my sheriff, Sheriff Grace. And these documentations were all sent up. And it wasn't until I actually found out that um, I had won a nomination for it that I was even uh, notified that I had a nomination judge and my sheriff to take time out of their busy schedule, whether it was during work or personal hours, and write those letters. It, it meant the world to me because they didn't have to. And they took out those time and they wrote very wonderful letters that I felt like a winner just knowing how much they respected and acknowledged my hard work. And I'm somebody who really doesn't, um, I'm kind of quiet. I want to come do my work and do a really good job at my work. So for that to be recognized was, that meant the world to me. Um, and that alone, I felt like a winner. Yeah, you know, I, I can't, I can't even imagine emotions, you know, if, to win an award like that ever. You know, I mean, when you talk about, there are a thousand-ish agents in the state of Michigan, and to be the one agent in the state selected um, for this award, I, I can't even imagine what, what that made you feel like. So how did you find out that you won? What happened? I was... Uh, <laughs> I was working and I get a call from actually Director Washington and Deputy Director Marlin, and they informed me at that time that I had won. I was very, very excited. I was I was uh, kind of speechless, mumbling over my words because I, I didn't expect it at all. And once I found out, I get off the phone and um, I contacted my supervisor right away to let him know that I had won. And he was extremely excited for me. That's how I found out. That is, uh, that's awesome. And, you know, you mentioned previously when you, you were talking about, you know, re representing the Northern Michigan and being an agent you know, who, who, who won this award kind of representing Northern Michigan. So I want you to kind of talk about that more and, you know, because you, you are in a single agent office and I, and I know that's, you know, for some people that's really, really hard to believe that you, <laughs> you do this job for the entire county being the only person representing the MDOC in your county. And, you know, that means you have to know everything. You have to do everything, know everything. There's not one policy that comes through. You can say, ah, you know, that's probation. I don't need to worry about that. You have to know everything and you represent the DOC. You are the face of the DOC for your county. And that's, and that's, you know, a lot what goes on in Northern Michigan is single agent offices or, you know, a couple agents in an office. So talk about one, what it's like to be in a single agent office and two, what, what it means to you to represent all of those staff in Northern Michigan who kind of have the same experience you do every day. Well, working in a single agent office, uh, you've made a very good points to a lot of it. We are very much responsible for everything. We have to go to every single training. We have to know every single policy. And a lot of northern counties, myself, my county included, we don't have local jails. My jail that I, any offender probation parole, it doesn't matter if they're held in a jail, it's 35 minutes away. Um, and it's in a separate county. Everybody knows me. I can't go to the grocery store or anywhere where it's I'm not recognized as that's the probation officer. So, and when it comes to anything that's MDOC related, regardless if it's through work or uh, everybody kind of relates to you because that, like you said, I'm the one who represents it. And to have this win for the North 
is very, very honoring to me because we have so many good agents up north and so many of them that do very hard work. And some of them are yes in two or three agent offices, but they're even if they don't deal with, let's say, uh, sex offenders uh, per se is their main caseload, they will have to be the backup for the sex offender agent. So that means they're still not out of knowing everything and getting all the training. And we do a lot of very, very hard work. Um, our caseloads may be smaller, but we're also very much responsible for more stuff. And so it, it is very much an honor. And I hope like other agents who are either in single agent office or up north feel like this is a win for them as well, because they are truly, I don't know of anybody um, in the north that I'm not proud to work with. Well, well, thank you for that. And uh, that was, uh, that, that's a great answer. And I, I wanna go back to something you said just a minute ago when we were talking about, or when you were talking about how you felt when you learned that you won the award. And it reminded me that you, you, you always have to be cognizant of where people are at and what they're going through. Because like you said, when you had that reaction, now the next time that I'm on a call with Greg and he's mumbling for his words and doesn't know what to say, I'm going to have to remember, he might have just won a, a huge award and just got a call from the director and the deputy director. It might not just be because he's, you know, Greg. So that, that, that's a good reminder that I, I need to be aware of that, that there might be a reason why he's, he's talking like that. So that, that's really good. Um, yeah, but, I, appreciate, but, I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you for uh, thank you, thanks for pointing that out and being and being uh, understanding. Thank you. Yes, uh, is that is that motivational interviewing? Is that is that what I just did? <laughs> I would not call that MI. No, Chris. Okay. No. All right. Well, I still I still got to go through my training. All right. So uh, Jessica, but I, but I did seriously want to go and, and talk a little bit about one of the reasons why you won this award, uh, and that was mentioned. Not only are you representing the MDOC for this for your entire county and and working as a single agent in that county, but there was a time when some of the surrounding counties around you needed help. And you not only did all of your caseload, but were also helping, I think, write PSIs for a number of counties as well. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and how long that went on? Yes, and it, it varied. Beginning of my career, I was pretty much going to every single county, um, including Iasco, Alcona, Ogama, and Roscommon. At that time, my numbers were a little bit lower and theirs were higher, but we had more agents hired into some of those locations when I first hired in. You know, there was only two agents in Tawas and three in Roscommon and two in West Branch. So um, with the aid of additional agents, that has kind of helped out along that route. But I still, there's sometimes where I'm helping out in other counties whenever they need help. Um, if we get overwhelmed, especially with COVID recently, everything was backed up and sometimes there's overwhelming court dates that people have and there's a, a lot of backup and it's just sometimes it's overwhelming there's just not enough time there's too many too many to write and they just need assistance and i love being able to go over there i love the fact that other they feel confident with me being able to complete those psis knowing they're going in front of their judge and their prosecutors and that they feel confident in my work to actually ask me to go help and knowing it's going in front of those people and knowing that it's going to be right and then I'm going to do the best job that I possibly can for them. Yeah, and, and one of the things that we also saw uh, in, in from your from your packet and from when you when you won the award was that it, it mentioned how not not only colleagues, uh, new agents and, and agents who have been around a while, that they've sought out your advice. So whatever you're doing seems to be working because uh, people uh, young and old are coming to you uh, for advice. And uh, I think that's 
uh, I think speaks to your character and you know how well of a job you've done as an agent and one of the reasons why you won this prestigious award. Uh, but it also mentioned that even discharged defenders uh, sometimes will reach out and ask questions or, or advice uh, on life. And I was wondering if maybe you could talk a little bit about that and and the kinds of things that that probably aren't in a PD uh, for, for an agent, but uh, you you come to find that that you do because uh, you care about this job, you care about your community and and those that uh, that you're supervising and, and those that you, you know, maybe previously uh, supervised. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to people contacting me, especially with other agents, you know, I feel it's a sense of pride for me, knowing that um, that's a job that it's a very serious job and they feel confident that I'm going to lead them or at least give them the best direction that I can. Like I said, that's that's a pride. That's very much prideful for me with um, offenders or anybody who comes back and asks questions. And it could be just certain questions that they have in regards to life situations, contact with people or just direction, just general general questions that they ask. Um, a lot of people I will get will come and they're, they're very happy, especially if they had some level of success and they come back and want to share that, whether it's they got um, their schooling done or they got a really good job and they're very proud of that. Sometimes I do have the honor of them coming back to share it with me, and that's very nice. One of the things that I do love the most, especially when you look outside and you see kids riding their bikes or people were right by the Sable River, a lot of people too canoeing by it. Um, everybody really feels safe in this community. They feel safe going out uh, later at night. They, if they're going to the grocery store and having to go into a dark parking lot, they feel safe doing that. And I like to think that the work that we put forth is part of that, it plays a role in that. And to know that people are feeling that way and safe in this community makes me feel very good as well. And I think that's a nice reward of this job. Well, you know, Jessica, that was going to be one of my next questions because, you know, we, we've talked about what the award meant to you and kind of, you know, how, how it all went down and, you, you know, you were nominated and you won. Director Washington, Deputy Director Marlin called you. You were excited, which is awesome. And you should feel all those feelings because you've earned it. It's what it's what you deserve. And but I want to get to the job, right? You, so you just talked a little bit about about what this job means when people come and they you know they, they come back and they say, hey, you know, Jessica, I, I got a good job and I wanted you to know this. I finished my schooling. But everything you're saying is, you know, kind of the direction that we're moving in FOA in the department is moving away from being a referee kind of model and going towards the coaching model where you're supporting, advocating, still holding accountable, but you're there for people, picking them back up when they fall down. So what does this job really mean to you? Well, I think everybody is different and you have to know each individual and that's part of our job. Uh, we started right off at the PSIs, getting to know where these people kind of have issues and start from. and one example um, that I can say is somebody that I've had on my caseload, and that unfortunately, that's something I do experience people coming back on my caseload multiple times or family members, so generational. It does happen, but you tend to get to know this person as an individual, and this person had come back onto my caseload again from just the previous experience, the things that we, they were talking about. I said, you know, you don't really suffer from a whole lot of just mental health issues, but you do need help and guidance maybe in the sticking to itness, getting stuff done, not holding off. And maybe there, maybe if we help you with like getting mental health or counseling, that will help you with that kind of direction. And every single time I had talked to that person after they that 
referral was done, the counseling, they said that was one of the best things that they could have done and that they were very, very happy. And they thanked me multiple times for giving them that referral. And I think that was um, a big thing for them. They didn't realize it. And but it was just knowing that person and knowing from history that uh, these are little things that I think might be going on. And here's a way we can address that. Yeah, that's why this job matters. And this is why, you know, you, you do it so well. One, because you care about your community and helping people. It, it definitely shows. And I think that's part of why you won this award. So, you know, I kind of want to step away from the job and the and the award uh, kind of talk. And I want to talk about something I know that's very, very important to you. And that is your family and your parents. Absolutely. And yeah. When, you know, when, when Russ and I came up and visited you the week after you won, you know, you could just see the smile on your face when you talk about your parents and how proud they were of you. And um, you told stories and I, I sat next to both of them at the banquet uh, in May. And I, I, I tell you, when you when you were on stage with your speech, I could tell your parents could have not been more proud of you. So I want to I, I want to talk a little bit about that. And I know, well, first, you can talk about what your parents mean to you. But I also know you have a story because I remember you, you told us the, the story about um, you were in uh, Alpena at a Christmas parade or Christmas event, one of the judges from Alpena, or the judge from Alpena, uh, noticed you, came up and talked to you. So if you can tell that story, that'd be great. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my parents mean the world to me, and um, I am who I am because of them. And I personally think a lot of this, this award is just as much theirs as it is mine because of their love, their guidance, and just being the amazing parents, I've been very, very fortunate. And I just believe that they play such a significant role and they are still proud of me and they are still um, very, very good supportive people. And I I can't say enough good things about them. They are very, I'm very, very fortunate to have such wonderful parents and I love them very much. And I'm very, very happy. Thank you for asking about them. When it comes to the story, it was actually in Alcona County. Um, it's in between, um, just a little south of Alpena. I was uh, at a restaurant actually with my parents. Um, it was before Christmas time, and we were we were just going out for dinner, and we just happened to be there where the Alcona County judge who is judge frowley she was there with a lot of the other alcona county uh court employees and they were having their christmas banquet i i didn't know about it obviously i'm from a different county it just happened to be falling on the same day around the same time and i have a very good connection with a lot of people from alcona county the prosecutor um a lot of the court employees um i have worked with them on several different occasions and it was a kind of a very nice uh meet and greet uh going around, giving hugs, saying hi, catching up with people is very, very nice. And then I went and sat down with um, my parents to have their dinner. And another judge who is Judge Riffle, now he is the 23rd Circuit Court judge, and he um, is for Oscoda County, Elkona County, Iosco County, and Aranac County. And he travels between those counties. And he happened to be there to help celebrate that Elkona uh, County Court Christmas. and he i i saw him so of course i went up and i addressed him and we were talking and something that made me very proud and very unexpected it wasn't um anything i saw coming he asked to meet my parents and you know so i introduced him and he had the most wonderful comments to say about me 
he he felt like every work he didn't worry about any of my reports he knew my guidelines would be scored correctly he knew that my reports would be done very well he doesn't uh, really worry about any corrections or any mistakes he says that my my work is very well done and that he feels very confident when when i'm the agent who is doing either the reports or bringing violations or anything in front of him and I, I didn't expect that compliment. It was very um, humbling. I was very, very proud. And he went back to join the the Alcona County area. I can tell you my parents were very proud and my dad, you know, he, he had his head held high. He was he was very proud of that, too. Well, I mean, that's and that's what it's all about, right? I mean, we, we, mm -hmm. we can talk about everything we talked about, but I mean, I, I can tell and I, after sitting with your parents and talking with you, that's where it's at for you and that and i know that is very very important to you and um that's a wonderful story and i'm glad that you know it's nice that the judge took time to make sure that he pointed that out to your parents because that stuff matters too and uh congratulations jessica you know i sat in on your guys' staff meeting during a pro probation agent week um yes you it was, did it, it was virtually of course i didn't i didn't uh, make it up there but um did you, you know get to that see was the a picture I did, was which was him. which was awesome. I'm glad I'm glad uh, Mike did that. That was very, very nice of him. And, you know, when you talk about the staff up there and this and this award is for them and, and, and you hope that they feel that, that they can yes. take part in owning some of this award with you. If you can get up there and you can work with and talk to and see the people that you are talking about, everybody would understand what you mean, because you know they just do amazing work help out anywhere they can without hesitation not a word like you do and it's really refreshing and motivating and energizing to to get in the presence of all of you like i did a couple weeks ago it was very very fun it was great and i appreciated taking time you guys taking time to let me crash your party so yeah you know i mean this award couldn't have um, been given to a to a better person and you know, Jessica, what you do matters. I'll say it over and over again. And the way you're doing it matters. And I think you can see that by the results you're getting and uh, clearly by the awards that you're winning now. So, you know, thank you for what you do every single day. It is making a huge difference in not only in your community, but in many, many communities, um, especially in the northern region. And, you know, thank you for taking time to talk to us on Field Days podcast. We appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. This was this was very nice. Thank you very much. Well, Chris, I think you can, uh, I think after that interview and getting to know Jessica a little bit, I think you can see why, you know, she was the Candace Dunn parole probation agent of the year. You know, she's, it's, she has a unique situation where she is the only agent in her county. She does everything. You know, she, she gives back to her community. She, she helps neighboring staff out who need help. And I think it just speaks to the person that she is and why she won this award. No, I, I totally agree. It's been great uh, getting to know her um, when we recorded this episode and also the, the time before that when we tried to record her <laughs> and it uh, didn't work out. And so we got to spend quite a bit of time talking with her preparation for that one. And But I was glad that we were able to uh, to get her on and be able to record it this time without any technical difficulties. And uh, no, I think it's going to be really great. And I'm, I'm excited for staff to uh, to hear from her and, and all the things that she does. And I think she's a real inspiration. No, nah, she is. And you can tell that, you know, she has her priorities right. You know, her family means the world to her, and that's the way it should be. You know, that kind of gives her strength to do this job the way that she does it. So, you know, cool stuff. I hope everybody enjoyed that interview with her because she's a heck of a heck of an agent, and heck of a person. So I've said this many times, you know, I, I love when we get to talk to FOA people, but I, you know, 
I also love to talk to anybody in the department, including CFA, BOA. And I know next week is no different. Um, you know, this this week we got to talk to the Asian of the Year. And next week we are going to talk to the CFA Corrections Officer of the Year winner, uh, Neil Costello. So for all the CFA people out there listening, stay tuned next week for sure to hear one of your own. And I know that interview will be a lot of fun. And, you know, just another example of really the just the great people that work in the Department of Corrections and do a wonderful job. So stay tuned next week for sure. But, you know, Chris, I do want to say, you know, we had that we had that 200th episode that aired recently and we had Warden Noah Nagy. I know I have to say Warden first, Chris. You, you've you prompted me to that. I can't just say Noah. Warden Noah Nagy on. And, you know, we gave a lot of shout outs during the, in that podcast, you know, because it was the 200th episode for the department. And it was a lot of work to get it to that point. And a lot of people helped out. And I know we, you know, threw a lot of names out there of people who helped, you know, get that thing off the ground. And, you know, I got an email a couple of days after that went out from Andrew Fontenakes and, and, you know, saying congratulations on the 200th episode. And Andrew was probably, I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast. This is what's been bothering me, Chris, is Andrew was probably the biggest influence of getting that thing going because without Andrew, we would have been in the same spot where we were, where we were recording, nothing would come out. Recording, nothing would come out. So, you know, without Andrew, this podcast would not be at all, let alone where it's at right now in the 200, I guess 200 and whatever, two episodes now. But um, huge shout out. You want to give a shout out? A uh, huge shout out to Andrew, right? Absolutely, yeah. It was a, a big, big missed opportunity to uh, to not have him in that episode, uh, rightfully so. He belonged belonged in there when we were talking about all the people who helped put it on uh, and get it off the ground. Because you're right, he very instrumental, and uh, I believe he even got a official uh, field day's jacket, if I recall, uh, because we were so uh, it, was, it was a token of, of of our thanks to him for for all that he did, and and just overall, just to, when you talk about great employees, just, Andrew's one of those guys who you can call up for anything, even if it's not necessarily. Uh, what is in his in his position description? If he knows how to help you with it, uh, he's going to do it. Just the kind of guy he is. Heck of a golfer too. Yeah, no, he he is a, he is a wonderful guy and a huge friend of the pod. So, um, huge shout out to you, Andrew. Uh, we apologize for missing you on the 200 episode, but we'll make we'll make it up to you on on the 201st episode, I guess. But uh, uh, what else you got, Chris? Anything going on in the department that you want to talk about? I think that's about it. I think we had, uh, again, a great conversation today, and I'm looking forward to sharing uh, next week's as well. So I think uh, uh, for, for me, I think I'll leave it there. Okay. Well, then for all the CFA folks out there, next week we will have the officer, Corrections Officer of the Year winner on. So stay tuned to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Field Days.